Today's anecdotal experience is sponsored by Holiday Inn Express. People think the hot tub at the Holiday Inn is full of germs, and that it will give you a rash. But it won't. Every morning I'm at a Holiday Inn, I get five hard-boiled eggs from the Continental Breakfast and eat them in the hot tub. And I've never had a rash. I'm late. I'm late to the game. It's almost Wednesday. It's crazy. Uh, I I got stuck in an airport. I was on vacation being privileged and then uh, traveling stuff. I thought I was going to be stuck in Bolivia. I thought I really did. I didn't know what to do. I didn't speak the language. It was really, it was scary. I know it sounds like I was complaining about going on vacation. But, guys, I was scared. Today, our guest is John Durnell. John Durnell and I talk about Obama and Trump, but that's later in the episode. We talk about drugs, migraine headaches. Uh, What's the other thing? Religion, parents. It's all over the place and all good. A lot of substance. My cat really annoyed John. But he's uh he dealt with it real well. Like the Facebook page, you bum. I mean, you would have to make absolutely everything legal. I mean, not one. Let's say you do. You know. I mean, the trafficking, I guess, would immediately be just obsolete. I mean, how do you traffic something that's legal? You know, I mean, right. Anybody can make it doesn't really matter. So there's, you're eliminating that aspect of the crime, but there's still going to be crimes. People are still going to try to get it without having to pay for it. So there's still going to be that crime, but there won't be like the, the trafficking crime. I just won't see how that would still be a factor. I don't know. I, I guess my thought would be, would just criminals figure out a way to do different kinds of crime? Well, criminals... Are bad people going to be bad regardless? Oh, yes. Bad people will always be bad. I mean, yeah. they'll probably just find a new something to make that no one can get, and then yeah. that'll be the thing that you're shipping. You know, if somehow the government regulates it and it's like, oh, well, if you want to get your meth, come to the store and pick up, you know, yeah. your bottle of meth, you know, they'll find something else that is fun to do or will mess you up in some sort of way yeah and then they'll be just distributing that like that's or what yeah whatever it may be even if it's not like yeah there will be some other violence and crime and right corruption to happen i don't think it's ever going to just be a point where there's absolutely just no crime occurring on this earth there i just don't see a way that could happen yeah i don't know i don't think so either because i do wonder that because like like you said, there's just like all this infrastructure set up by the cartels and stuff. But like once everything, you can get it at Walmart. Right. What do they do, you know? And then they'll just find something else. They're like, hey, scientists, the ones that we've captured, figure out something. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I don't know. I guess. Yeah. I they mean, for sure will. Like, do something. I know you chemists have figured out ways to, you know, alter people's minds. Right. Do something that we can sell that isn't legal. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I cuz yeah, I don't I don't know. I think I think it'd be good if they just made it. I'd want to know what would happen if it isn't an interesting to think about what would happen if everything was like completely go nuts, go for it, buy it at Walmart, do whatever you want. It would really show 
who everyone truly was, you know, yeah. because everyone's hiding behind the thing where it's like, well, I can't do it because it's illegal. But now if we made it all legal, I mean, that's going to really show what kind of person you you're like, I have no control. I, right. I have to do this all the time. <laughs> you know, I'm, I love yeah. some heroin. Like, give me some more of it. Yeah, there's that deterrent. There's like the deterrent of I'm not going to do it because it's illegal. And there's mm. also the deterrent of like, if you're going to go and like procure some heroin, it's a lot of work and it's very dangerous. Oh, yeah. It's not like walking into a well-lit store and having a good time listening to some music. Yeah. <laughs> you're in a back alley probably or in somebody's house that you don't want to be in. Oh, you know? <laughs> like, that's it. Yeah. I think that's the main. I think that's more than more than like the fact that, oh, I'm not going to do anything illegal. I think... The biggest deterrent is the fact that you got to go in a dirty crack house to buy crack. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's no comfort level. Like you, you can't be a decent person and go get drugs. <laughs> there's no. just no way to do that. Now, if you could do that, I mean, that would really start to change things. You know, if you could be like, you know, a well-dressed businessman picking up crack, you know, that. Yeah. It'd be, it would definitely change how people viewed everything, you know? For sure. Yeah. That's actually... That's a good point, dude. I, th- I thought about that, too, because it's cr- like a lot of times people don't do crack because they see a crackhead and they're like, no, nope, I don't want that. It's, it's a bad brand. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and interestingly enough, in my time in Chattanooga, I knew someone who smoked crack regularly. Oh, yeah. Had the highest grades in the university. Interesting. I mean, he kind of had some, you know, pressures from his family and everything. So he just never slept and he just did schoolwork on crack. Oh, was the crack like an Adderall type? Pretty much. I guess he liked it more than Adderall, but yeah, that was his thing. Whoa. Yeah. You know, do you know Ian McDavid? Have you met yeah, him? I don't think Cincinnati so. Cincinnati guy, but um, he was uh, he was talking about, he did heroin in college. Mm-hmm. And he was telling, because I mean, I don't know a lot about drugs. So he was telling me he still like got on the dean's list and did all, you know, and got his homework done, graduated college all throughout doing heroin, right. which is, in, I don't, I guess I just think of those drugs as like debilitating, you know? Right. And I mean, you can probably find your, your comfort level, the level where you can still function. Cause I mean, I know functioning alcoholics, functioning potheads like yeah. myself, you know, <laughs> like there's just like, you can function on these things. I mean, I just don't know if I could ever function on heroin. I mean, it's just, Right. It seems like, okay, I'm ready to go to sleep. That that feels good. <laughs> That's my thought. Yeah. My thought, that was the surprise to me. Yeah. Is that there are functioning drug addicts. Right. Like hardcore drug addicts. Oh, yeah. You I know. Mean, the one that surprised me the most was this guy that I knew that was a functioning alcoholic to the point where, I mean, he had no teeth. He drank so much. I mean, are you serious? Yeah. And I mean, he drank the second he got up in the morning. He was constantly drunk. But you wouldn't know that talking to him. You could smell it on him. But, right. I mean, he seemed like a sober individual. It was mind-boggling. So he was drunk, but he could hold it so well that he, you didn't even notice? Yeah. And I mean, and he had to be drunk to basically even function. Crazy. Yeah. Is he dead? I don't know. Dude. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's so... I thought, Actually, yeah, I don't, I don't even know. I, don't, I might edit this out. I don't know how much I can say, but there was a place I've worked at in the past. There was a guy who was hardcore alcoholic Mm -hmm. but he worked there similar to kind of the guy you're describing but this guy was visibly drunk often i see you know what i mean right and it was he'd do these weird things where like i don't want to get into specifics but he got caught and he would like try to get caught in that sense okay you know 
So you just didn't want the job anymore? I think self-destructive or okay. something like that. Right. But it's, it is crazy to see people like that, that you can tell that they, they got it. They got this. Right. They can, that's, it's, it's impressive. Yeah. And you know? there's not a lot of people who can, but maybe if we legalize everything, we'll see what people are made. Yeah. <laughs> you know? We'll be like, oh, you know what? I had no idea Cindy was a functioning, you know, heroin DMT. Or yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> she does DMT every morning, but she gets her work yeah, done. I mean, so. she's the first one here. So, I mean, we can't complain. There you go. High on DMT. That's right my in your thought. cubicle. Yeah, there you go. She gets, <laughs> she fills out those reports, that's man. Right. That's all that matters. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, uh, you do you, wait? You're so you're a you're a pot guy. What? Oh, a pot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I definitely enjoy the pot. You, you know? okay? Oh, yeah. How often you smoke? Ooh, whenever I can. Uh, all right. Yeah, it's just like, I mean, ever since I was younger, I decided to use it to basically battle all these migraines I used to have. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so okay. when I was a real little kid, I mean, I would have migraines to the point where I was, you know, crying. I couldn't function. I mean, yeah. just the brain was just pounding. I mean, it was ridiculous. And so one day I started smoking weed and I realized, I'm like, wait a second, I don't have these migraines anymore. And so no way. Like, yeah. So. Dude, that's, that's actually really... Because my mom gets pretty intense migraines. I get them occasionally, but my mom, probably similar. How often were you getting those? Oh, man constantly like i mean i would say every other week or something there'd just be like just a terrible migraine i couldn't take like i had to leave a chess tournament one time and i was just i couldn't handle it because i was just sitting there my eyes were just bloodshot red as if i was high yeah and i mean like my brain was just pounding i'm crying i just and there's just nothing i could do about it you know i would try to take tylenol didn't yeah, do anything no. you know so it's just you know once i found weed and a little older in my you know high school career i just right. realized i'm like wow wait a second you know i don't have these migraines anymore so really yeah completely healed you pretty much you know and so i mean i don't know if i can put it all to the weed but i have so far and it Dude, hasn't been a problem if before you had migraines started smoking weed stopped having migraines yeah give credit where credit's due exactly man. so yeah interesting that's the that's the thing for me so it's medicinal yeah and I mean, it was it was crazy because, again, you know, I would have them so often that it just it was hard for me to function. And then, you know, now I can just, you know, not even worry about them. What? Uh, yeah, because I get actually I because I was just uh, I was like I was doing some hiking high, uh, high elevation. Mm -hmm. And I got some I got a mic because I get them. Right. But it like triggered a migraine. Hell. Yeah. Hell, dude. It's so bad. I mean. I can still remember some of them from when I was a child where, I mean, I just had to be like removed from school because there's just nothing I could do. I mean, I couldn't focus on anything because my brain was oh, just, no. you know, just, <laughs> there's nothing I could do. I just had to leave, you know? That's crazy. Yeah. How old were you? Uh, I mean, I was having migraines probably from, I would say as early as like probably 10 to maybe like 15, 16. Oh, that's early, man. Yeah. That's when you kind of found the... Like, 16 is about the time where I was occasionally dabbling in it. And then I was just like, oh, well, you know, I don't think I've had a migraine in a while. Yeah. <laughs> so, and so I just kept going from there. Dude, I'm going to actually, because I bought my mom some, like, CBD oil and stuff. Because mm -hmm. I thought, you know, maybe she'd try that out and it'd help her or something like that. But now, I mean, it would definitely be worth having her check that out. Especially if it worked for you. Yeah. Because it's just like... I think people, like you said, there's that aversion of 
Like, I don't want to do that because it's marijuana. It's right. a drug. It's a drug. Exactly. So there's that, you know, that view of it being just bad no matter what. Right. You know? And it's just like, it might actually help, you know? I mean, it's helped people in so many other ways. Yeah. Might as well try it. So. That's what's funny because it's the branding of it. Yeah. Because, like, you know, my parents will take, I'm not going to go into what medications will take, but if a doctor says take this medication, those, yeah. Right. Doctor set, doctor's orders, man. It's true. You know? It's hard to see a doctor being like, Oh, well, you might want to smoke some weed, you know? Like yeah. it's, I mean, there are the doctors here that do that, but oh, like, yeah. it's not going to be like, you know, your, your, family, your physician. family physician. Yeah, saying gonna, like, blaze up, dog. Right? Yeah. yeah, like. It's like things would be a lot better if you just fill up one of these pipes, right? Here. Yeah. <laughs> just hand you a pipe and some weed. Right. Go out into the lobby and come back and we'll talk. Well, don't they kind of, that's, in that don't they, I don't know, man, but I guess, because like real doctors do prescribe marijuana right yeah they have yeah but i mean what do they give you do you know uh do you have a card i mean i do have a card yeah yeah uh sometimes if like you know your family doctor does it they'll probably prescribe it in like the thc pills a lot of times that way you know so that you're not actually smoking it and that having a flower which is deemed very illegal like you know but like you can have a pill and the police aren't going to immediately be like well what's, what are these pills you know sometimes they yeah are. i don't even know what but, the law is but they'll definitely be like what is this bag of weed right <laughs> like there's that even here. if it's in like an orange bottle right it's still like yeah it's this is clearly marijuana yeah there's something about smoking it too that's like yeah more criminal right because yeah. well because it's you know it's viewed poorly and like oh they're smoking a doobie smoking a joint you know yeah. there's so many ways to say someone's smoking marijuana <laughs> i mean when i think i mean I can only think one way of saying smoking crack and that's smoking crack like i can't oh think. i have no idea yeah, exactly like yeah but there's so many different terms for weed yeah yeah i don't i don't know i do hope something does happen where it's more um people are willing to try it as medicine right and i mean i think it's happening because you know cities like denver are just booming chill yeah just oh people booming. are going there aren't oh yeah they? yeah they're migrating like, i mean last time i was in denver everyone was like man this place is getting ridiculous so many people yeah. are moving in and i think it's because people realize that you know in one way or another they would like to be around this weed you know? yeah and it's not hurting the education system either because apparently that money is going into the education system there yeah and i mean the schools are booming everything so like when you look at it everyone's getting high and having a good time and learning something so. yeah Way to go, Colorado. So. Dude, it's culture, man. <laughs> right. It's like the progression of like the side of history or whatever, you know? Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> it's funny because like, I don't know, you probably grew up with like D.A.R.E., right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. And Which it, just showed us how to do drugs and what drugs look like. Right. That's all that did. What good ones look like. Right. They're like, oh, so that's what that looks like. Okay. So that's what I'm looking out for. Yeah. You know? like, Here's how fun this one is. Right. Here's how it'll make you feel. Like, so you're saying this makes me hallucinate? Where yeah. do I get this LSD? You know, like <laughs> Yeah, from sketchy dudes like this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they told us everything, like every step along the way to get these drugs. And like there'll be a man standing on the corner, he'll offer you drugs. Oh right. wait, what corner? Where, yeah. where, where do we go? Where exactly, <laughs> exactly is this corner? Right. Well, if, yeah, I don't know, man, because I do and I also think, um, were you like were you intrigued by the fact that drugs were so bad? I don't think until the dare program oh okay like the idea of drugs was just kind of one of those things where it's like oh it's just you know something adults do i guess and it's my as my my mind was like that because i mean really the dare program started what maybe like i was fourth grade so i'm like nine years old so you're you're not really 
coming to grips with the idea of what drugs are. Most movies I'm watching at that time don't have a lot of drug references in them. You know? Yeah, yeah, so yeah like, it's like Flubber. Right, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah so, exactly. so I know drugs are out there and, you know, occasionally someone will be like, drugs are bad, but... You know, I didn't really know a whole lot about them until the D.A.R.E. program. And then they basically taught me everything I needed to know about drugs. Right. So I'm like, okay, wow. All right. So shouldn't I be learning this from a parent or something? Yeah. You know, a police officer comes in with a briefcase and just opens it up. And they're like, all right. So this is what, you know, your crack looks like. This is cocaine, which is, you know, basically crack. Did they really show you the drugs? Oh, yeah. They had them all out there for us. Oh, man. See, I went to Christian school, so I didn't. I don't even think, I think they thought it was so far removed from us that it's, we didn't even really get it. Uh, Well, in fifth and sixth grade, I went to an inner city school in Nashville. Yeah. Because mainly they changed the districts because someone realized that uh, the schools were still segregated, basically. Were they (laughs) really? Yeah. So they were like, all right, well, we got to change the lines a little bit to, you know, make sure that, you know some kids are, you know, mixing in with the other schools. And right. so it, they did it a very strange way where they would like say, okay, here is a majority like white district, uh-huh. but we'll like circle out the poorer white people and then send them over. So they would like do a very specific circle and it was very strangely done. So you're basically adding like, you know, the poorest of the suburbs over with like the poorest of all of the city. And you just, adding all kinds of just so keeping the socioeconomic classes together pretty much yeah yeah so not showing any difference not showing them that there can be you know wine and cheese parties right just be like it's only going to be bologna and cheese right right you know that's yeah that sounds like america Mm -hmm. that sounds right (laughs) that sounds right yep so that's what they were doing and so because of that my parents were trying to you know put me in the suburbs so i would always be in good schools right but then they did that weird thing all of a sudden so then i was sent to an inner city school for a little while and then that's where i learned so much about you know drugs was because they i guess they felt like they really needed to show the inner city kids where i'm like i think you're just teaching us how to dist- right. distribute these drugs like are you, is this a learning class yeah. like because i'll pass they know where they're just headed <laughs> exactly. so you're like yeah we'll get you started it's like so your uncle probably has a bag of this under their bed i'm like whoa that's a bit uh, offensive <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that is yeah that is weird so it, it did it didn't that got you kind of like i don't know did that like intrigue i feel like that's kind of what i've heard from people is like because i didn't have the dare program but it was uh like Anything, I feel like anything where people make it so forbidden, when you're a kid, you're just like, there's got to be something pretty dope about it. Oh, right, right. Like, I mean, like sex with religion. You right, know? Like yeah. They, they make it seem like it's the most taboo thing ever. And I'm like, but that's how we all got here. You right. Know? <laughs> Someone had to put their nasties together for yeah. any of us to exist, at least, you know before right now not so much but you know but yeah but at that point in time so why would you make this something that's so negative when it's something that is kind of necessary for us to even exist right it shouldn't in the mystery because i mean i grew up religious i mean Mm -hmm. most people did right oh yeah yeah but like the mystery of it in the um oh what is it the forbidden fruit part of it made it even hotter right you know exactly as a kid that's because that's like like you said it's really just like no nah, it's just like reproduction it's just like 
how the human body works and there's nothing that weird about it but they build it up in this way where it's like dirty and wrong right and it's just like it's because i mean i i mean i grew up in christian school and and you know went to church and everything and it was always it was like it was in like pornography too oh definitely definitely i mean yeah it can be more sinful to have the a playboy magazine which i remember being like they're just naked you know yeah like now i understand there's other magazines which right. are far worse but i'm like this one is just the female form for right <laughs> like no one's spreading eagle or anything no. like that it's very tasteful as far as nudity is concerned right yeah, this is the stuff you would see in a museum it's just a picture yeah it is it is very kind of just like a Georgia O'Keeffe type, you know what I mean? Right. It's just like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. But it, but when we were kids, it was like, dude, that's the raunchiest, dirtiest oh, thing you've ever so seen. So much so, you're, I mean, your heart was pounding while you're oh, like yeah, holding man. it, just trembling, <laughs> just full, like filling your body with guilt. Right. You're just like, yeah. I don't know, but yeah. I'm so curious. Yeah. I gotta look at this page. But what if someone comes in? My life is over. But I think that's the. I think that was the thrill. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Right. Did yeah. you grow up religious? Oh, definitely so. You did? Yeah, my okay. father's a minister. So. Oh, is he really? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Uh, what denom? Uh, Presbyterian. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So. Were you are, you, are you religious at all still? Um, not really. I mean, I could, if I died tomorrow and I found that there was like, you know, a higher creator, I'd yeah. be like, all right, I'll buy it. But, you know, I'm just not one for organized religion i okay. see too many flaws in the idea of it you know yeah and i would question my dad about it a lot growing up and he really didn't have a lot of you know good answers okay for me. Yeah. i mean he had answers and he would you know do the best he could and i understand it was his job i mean you're not gonna badmouth your boss but you know right. like <laughs> yeah there's certain he's not gonna like there's certain you just can't have um a debate with a minister man right yeah, and, and the stakes are too high. I mean, I did what I could as far as debating him. Yeah. But again, you would have to eventually just back down and be like, all right, well, all right, there's there's really no answer because it's all up to, you know, I guess, interpretation. You right. Know? And so, like, what what can I do to really, you know, battle you on that when you can kind of always give me a good enough answer where it doesn't have to be perfect, you know? Yeah, there's no it's it, you're not even really exchanging ideas and stuff because there's just these like canned answers and these like bases of truth that you don't believe but the other person does right so you're just like we can't yeah we can't do this because yeah you're just kind of you know butting heads basically at that point where you're like but what about this and they're like but what about this yeah. and you're like well but what no. about this yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not like but what about this and you're like no if that's if that's the argument we can't continue exactly yeah. I, can't, I can't jump off from there right you know yeah so again you know i grew up with it but again i'm not going to church regularly or anything of that yeah. nature, which, you know, my father is not the happiest about, but... Yeah, how does he feel about it? Oh, you know, he's always like, you need to find a church home and things of that nature. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, you know, Dad, it's it's just not going to work for me. You know, there's just... Okay. Again, the idea of, you know, one person leading the masses with something that's so important to them, you know, because that... Everyone has like that little that void that a lot of people fill with like spirituality and stuff yeah. like that. And you know, it's a very p 
powerful thing for people. And, you know, I feel like some people will just be led no matter what, because they feel that this is the, you know, the right and pure thing to do. Yeah. Like there's no, it's just so ingrained in them that it's, it's going to manifest itself and the realities of everything is going to be pointing to Jesus Christ, Lord, whatever it may be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, And then, you know, as a preacher's son, I saw, you know, corruption. Yeah. And, and, you know, it just jarred me, you know, because, you know, here I am believing that, you know, anybody in this position is going to be a pure and righteous person, no matter what. Yeah. And then you start to find out that's not the case a good majority of the time. And you're like, wait a second, (laughs) you know, that's, I mean, I've always told myself if I was going to be a minister, I would be very corrupt because all this tax-free money. Like, that's just me. Right. Like, you know, yeah. I know who I am. Yeah. And there have been many who have done that, you know? For sure. It's just, I can't see you telling people to do something and you're not doing it yourself when it's something that's so important to them being alive. Right. No, yeah, I totally, I understand that too. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, it's the organization of religion. Mm-hmm. It's the um, kind of system that's in place yeah. and everything. And then also people have, like you said, we, you know, we have this idea. Of we look at these people represent spirituality. They represent God. Mm-hmm. So when they fuck up. Right. It's all of a sudden like, well, there's no God because these were my kind of my pseudo gods and they're. Just they're worse than me. They cheat on their wives or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. You know, stealing money. Yeah. Running drugs. Whatever. Getting with prostitutes. I mean, all kinds of things. Like all, that. dude. It's it's <laughs> it's it's so prevalent. Mm-hmm. In but ultimately, I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't actually matter because it's just the fact that these are human beings. Oh yeah. They're not gods. No, they're not. They're not demigods sent by the Holy Spirit <laughs> to guide you. Exactly. That's why I don't and, and no matter you know no matter what the religion is you know whoever the person is that's you know in charge is not a demigod they're no. again just a person nope. who's kind of you know taking on the role of being a leader which right. I have no problem with but when you're leading people that have you know so much invested in this yeah man you know their afterlife you know? yeah like it's it's very very powerful you know when people are yep. thinking that you know whatever I'm doing right now is going to basically be whatever I have to deal with for all of eternity. I mean, like, you know, that we don't really have the concept of eternity, you know, because no. we only know how much time we could possibly have here. Right. Like eternity is infinite. So you're telling me I got to, you know, live with what I've done for an infinite amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, you're, you're putting a lot of pressure. Again, it's, you know, almost like the pressures of sex, but it's like this, all this pressure right yeah. there. You know? Yeah. It's that there's these people you represent so much. You represent so much to these people. Mm-hmm. You're, yeah, because that, that's where, that's kind of where I kind of split off was, you know what, I'm just going to find out everything for me. Yeah. I don't, I never went to church anymore because it was just like, no, this is, you know, this pastor, he's got his own life going on. He's doing his own thing. He's got his own finding God journey to go on. Mm-hmm. It's pretty irrelevant for mine. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So that was the main reason that I thought, you know, I'm going to, I don't need this anymore. Mm-hmm. This is a brand. Pretty much. It's not mine. Yeah. I mean, you see that cross, you know what's going on. You see the fish, you know what's going on. Yeah. 
you see WWJD, right? You know what's going on. You, you get know? it. Yeah, exactly. You get the brand. Oh, it's like oh, that's your uh, it's your style. Yeah, that's your brand of uh, afterlife or whatever you want to call it. Exactly. Yeah, I get it. I'm like, that's cool, but not for me, man. Right. And you know, and then you get to the idea of the extremes on other ends, where you know, you, know, you got the the whole Middle East issue right there, where yeah. it's just like it's never going to be solved because you're you're trying to fight a holy war, and these people. These are their beliefs. They're not going to back down on their beliefs. No. So it's just, there's no end to this, you know? No. <laughs> like, uh, so, and that's the other part of it that I just don't understand. It's just like, how are you going to fight over something that you know neither side is going to stop on, you know? No, and I don't think either. I think sometimes people just want to fight. Well, that's true. I mean, they want to fight about. They want to <laughs> defend it. It's like their purpose is to fight for their cause, the Palestinians versus the Israelis. You know, yeah. it's like this is my life, and it's you know, America. We come in and say we need peace in the Middle East. I'm like, dude, they're yeah. not interested. Yeah, exactly. They have purpose in life. <laughs> yeah. We don't have that. You know, it's so true. That's very true. Yeah, yeah and I mean, it's weird for us to go over there and try to like delegate what's going on no. there, but yeah. it's you thinking you know what people want mm-hmm. it's like no nah, just like even you know probably similar with because like, like you, you what you're describing with your dad same thing with mine you know right and now it's just gotten to the point it's like you know let's just we we just don't we can't connect there so why bother right you know that's kind of how it is now it's just like you know when i go home i'll go to church i mean yeah that's for no, sure there's yeah. no problem with that but yeah. you know it's just not going to be my every day just because it's just not me yeah so yeah and i think ultimately what about this do you think your parents kind of gave not like give up but they kind of just decide you know what we just kind of want to have a relationship with our son i'm pretty sure that's how it is yeah i mean they're i mean because they know that i'm willing to have a relationship with them so it's just like i'm not fighting anything i'm not no. saying like oh we need to worship satan right like, you know let's get some, <laughs> yeah know, let's exactly. do like i'm not just like coming in doing the complete opposite I'm, i mean right. and i'm still holding on to you know the core values i was taught you know i mean mm-hmm. do one to others and stuff like that i mean yeah I, exactly so i mean i still know how to be a good person i yep. mean that's the one thing i do think that organized religion is good about where it's just like it teaches you that you know maybe you shouldn't be a piece of shit every day like yeah you know, so like there's a time and a place for it but yeah, I mean, other than that, I feel like they really just know that I'm still being a good, and I guess, you know, as far as they're concerned, yeah. righteous person. Right. But I'm just not going to church, so. That's, dude, same thing. It's yeah. they, I think they're they're probably proud of the way that you turned out. Exactly. They're like, oh, we, he's good. Yeah. He's a good guy. We raised a good guy. <laughs> and maybe he doesn't kneel down and pray every night, but, like, he's nice to people. Right. Let's consider it. Yeah. We did it. Yeah, so, I feel like they did a good job, so they should be okay. Yeah, that's how I feel. John Cheryl, you did great. <laughs> Anything I mess up from here on out is not your fault. So, yeah, what have uh, do they? What do, like do they? How do they feel about stand up comedy? Well, at first. My dad was against it. My mom will love anything I do, um, but my dad was yeah. definitely against it at first, mainly because when I first hit the scene. I didn't really know how to be truly funny. So, you know, I would use language every now and then just yeah. to kind of like, you know, oh, dude, beef it up, yeah. you know? So it's just yeah. like, oh, yeah, shit, fuck. You know? And right. so when my dad heard these, he's like, what is this? I didn't right. raise you to, you know, no. talk like this. Sure and I'm like, yeah. all right, well, that's fine. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. So I have 
gone out of my way to still keep the same, you know, general content. Like I won't back down from any subject matter. Right. But I will at least find a way to still be funny without using a lot of language. Now, if it's necessary for the story, like if it's something that someone has said, I'm using a quote. Right. I mean, I'm not going to back down on that. No. I've tried it in the past and it just doesn't work as well because they're like, that's probably not what they said. No, that's <laughs> dumb. When you're right. like censoring it, it's right. like, no, it's stupid. Right. Man. It doesn't work People that People can well. tell. Yeah. Especially like, if you're, yeah, if you're doing an impression of someone that would definitely say shit or fuck and right. you're like, you're like crap. Like, you're going to be like, shut up, get off stage, man. Nobody wants to hear that. We smell a phony in here. So I will continue to keep it if it's necessary for it. But other than that, you know, I'll just try, you know, just to keep it, I guess, television appropriate, which is probably the best anyway. You know, it makes you more marketable if they're like, well, you can kind of go anywhere with that. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, and I I think um, one thing my dad, I think my dad kind of, because he likes comedy and stuff, but I think it was mainly the idea of maybe you're not that good if you have to do all, like you said, when you're not, you know, when you're first starting out, you're saying shit and fuck because it's something. Right. You know, you're pulling out you're all the You're trying to fill up the five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> man. If you can say fuck 40 times, that's a solid two minutes yeah. of your set, man. Yeah, I don't, but that was the kind of the thing. It was more my dad. It wasn't like my dad thought, oh, you'd be going to hell if you said fuck 40 times in a in a set, but it was more like, you're not that funny then and you're not that smart. Right. You know? And and I think that's some of it too. You know, there's, he was like, there's no intelligence in that, you know? And I mean, my dad basically, you know, liked Bill Cosby. Not, not, a, nothing yeah. against my father. That's my it was dad's just favorite. the time. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> my dad, went, yeah. yeah. My dad so thinks he was framed, dude, by the way. Really? Uh, oh, yeah, man. I never asked my dad what he feels about it. He probably it. feels the same. He might. It's he surprising. Might. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he felt that way. But, but either way, uh, yeah, you know, my dad, you know, enjoyed Bill Cosby. Right. So, you know, his style of comedy was, you know, definitely like storytelling. Yeah. Very squeaky clean. You uh-huh. know, I mean, except for maybe the Spanish fly bit. But, right, you know, yeah. <laughs> but, well, you that know. was weird, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> but other than that, a pretty clean guy. Yeah. So, yeah, my dad was viewed comedy that way. So he wanted me to be more like that comic. Whereas, like, you know, when I'm growing up, the comedy I'm seeing is like, you know, you've got Chris Rock here, right. Dave Chappelle, yeah. and, you know, people who are not censoring themselves at all. So that's what I was seeing growing up and wanted to kind of mimic that style. Yeah. But I wasn't smart enough to mimic that style because even though they're using language, they're still being smart about it. Right. So I didn't have those two together just yet. Yeah. <laughs> I just had the language part. Yeah, that was the, you could like, mim- I think that's everyone though. They just kind of do this mimic, like mimicking what they see. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of that's just saying dirty words. Yeah. And then, like, or being as extreme as possible, where you know, they feel like if I'm just so racist or so misogynistic, and you're like, well, that's not what they were doing with that joke. They were showing you something that was clearly wrong and making it so that you see that that's wrong. You know, that's what they're doing with that. Just saying that you hate these people. Yeah. It's not comedy. No. Yeah. There's this thing where you think, oh, the reason that was funny was because it was offensive. It's like, no, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It it was part of it. Right. But there was something underneath it. And then you just come out and say like something totally insane. Yeah. You know? I Yeah. I love, I actually, I don't know. I love going to open mics and seeing people 
like go and <sighs> go like cross a line. I love cringy stuff. So yeah, that's pretty much all I see in open mics on the road. You yeah, know, there's always going to be that one, maybe two guys where you're like, "Why do you think it's okay to say that oh, on stage or just at all?" It even you shouldn't even be saying that in the privacy of your own home. Like, there's just no reason to say these things. I think they're more inclined to say it in a microphone. Um, you know what? You're probably you know? right. Yeah, because if you're not saying it in a microphone, you're an asshole. If you're not saying it in a microphone, you probably mean it. Right. <laughs> That's what it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're probably just like racist or misogynist. Like, if yeah. you're saying it to like one other person, it's like, oh, you're evil. <laughs> yeah. But if you say it amplified to a room of 20, then maybe you're not. Right. Then maybe you're just an idiot. Yeah trying to do it for attention or mm. you think that's how it's done you know i think a lot of times they just think that's how it's done you know they right. still truly believe that this is how comedy is supposed to be yeah but they just they're still not getting that extra little bit that's necessary you know to make it comedy it's just you're just oh, being offensive the funniness. Right, yeah, yeah yeah the joke right yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like there's no joke in that you just said the n-word five times right you know? like there's no joke there there's nothing yeah. there it's just painful for a lot of people right and you know it's just sometimes i just sit there and think like why did you think that was okay yeah but again you know i guess everyone's trying to find their way like i i wasn't always perfect on no. stage so you know Who's to say that they're not working on their own journey as well? Dude, yeah, that's you gotta like forgive people. That's one thing I think about with anything in life is uh, someone does something real bad, regardless of whatever it is. And I just think, you know, could have been me. Could have been me a while back. I've done stupid stuff. We've all been there. Yeah. We've all been there. <laughs> I think everyone's, I think everyone for the most part has good intentions. They just like, it's just accidental. They just try something and it doesn't work. And you got to, I don't know, it's poor not to shit on people just to understand where they're coming from. Right, right. Like, I'm not, I never went up to any of these people afterwards and be like, you should never get on the stage no. again. But, you know, you're just like, ugh. I mean, good set. Right, yeah. <laughs> I think it's just like, yeah, you have no idea what to say. Just yeah. like, hey, yeah. that happened. That <laughs> You were up yeah, there. You did your time. Yeah, you did. You did the time, and you waited till the light went on. Right. <laughs> you, you kept doing it until. That's one thing I think is crazy. When like watching people, you know, you can be. It's okay to not be funny, mm -hmm. but it, you can't. You can't be. You can't be not funny, and then also offensive. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw a guy recently in Michigan, uh, who was both and yeah to the point where the audience i mean turned on him yeah. so i mean they're yelling at him i'm, I'm like oh ooh, i get Ooh. to go up uh, soon you know it was like, is it a club or what uh no this was a it was a bar show okay so yeah. um but i mean it was a packed house i mean it was clearly something that like the people in this city did came regularly. to right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so it was a pretty big show um and so yeah this guy went up there and i mean was just you know Bad mouth and you know Caitlyn Jenner was talking about Ooh. like you know rape like it wasn't a, a real issue oh, and I mean you I just couldn't even believe what he was doing and just alienating the whole audience I mean yeah. I mean they're like booing yelling at him and then he gets mad now he's mad and I'm like how are you mad I mean you have to understand what you're saying you know like yeah you're not 
do you want to win over the crowd with this? Because that's not, that's not good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think maybe by that time, maybe it was just like the ship had sailed. There was no getting him back. Yeah. What was he? Was he mad that? Was he like? Was he coming from the stance of like I'm a comedian? You should. Buh. I think that's what he was coming from the stance of. Is where yeah. like I'm a comedian, and so you should view these as jokes, and that I'm right. being funny. But you're not truly being funny when you're that's being just downright offensive without a punchline, and that's what he was basically doing. And you know, you could see. I mean, there's a few. You know lesbian couples out there yeah, could man. even have been some transgender couples out there and they were clearly not okay with what he was talking about right and i mean no one in the audience really was and, and then afterwards he decided after the show to stand basically right by the door and do like a little dance like who's going to tell me i did a good job <laughs> like i don't think anyone is oh. man he was expecting people to come up and say, hey, man, you're all right. Right. He was expecting praise. And was he really? I really think he was. Oh, I really think he was. People are delusional, man. Yeah. And I mean, he was very upset as he was going out to his car. I mean, I, I'm i a people watcher, so I was definitely watching yeah. his you know, oh, yeah. behavior and everything. And he did not seem too happy. And it just it was one of those where you're like, well, again, what you were saying wasn't making anybody in there happy. Right. <laughs> so, you know, like, what were you... What were you going for? But I think, again, he thought maybe just because I'm holding this microphone, it should be viewed as comedy. Right. And it just didn't work out that way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think behavior should correct itself in that sense, because he should instead of because he can either have two options. He can either go to his car sulking and being like, you know what? It's their problem. I'm great. I'm mad now. Or he can just be like, I don't want to experience that again. Right. Because that was real bad. Maybe I wasn't as funny as I thought I was. <laughs> yeah. And maybe I was just hurtful, you know? You know, I hope he gets that. I hope that's what happens in the car. Like, I hope, yeah. <laughs> I hope that's what he saw. But I don't know. I mean, I really, huh? I really felt like he viewed the audience as the bad guy right. in the situation and not him. That's easy to do. Right. How did you... Did you uh, you fix it? How did that go? I mean, I did fine when I yeah. was. I mean, because again, I didn't even go close to that subject matter. Right. I'm like, well, oh, yeah. it's like you've already went there and made it rough for anyone to even try something like yeah. that. So if I even just said Caitlyn Jenner, the, right. that audience would have been like, "What Not are you again. about to say?" Yeah, exactly. right. Not another guy saying, uh, "Yeah, yeah." Because I mean, he went out of his way to be like, "Well, you know what? As far as I'm concerned, his name is Bruce." And I mean, that's where everyone went. Oh, okay. Oh, man. You know, and that's how he started that off, and then was again more offensive from there. And yeah, it's just like so you're not even going to acknowledge that someone has decided to make this change in their life, right? You know, I mean, I guess if you really think about it, people, you know, still called Muhammad Ali Cassius Clay. So yeah. it's just like I guess there will be those people, but still, like that, it's just it's not something that you should just go out on a stance against and just be like, nah. As far as I'm concerned, you know, because I'm so important as this yeah. comic in Michigan. <laughs> you need to listen to me. I'm very important. Well, that's, and that's, I mean, what it sounds, I mean, we see that all the time is people just saying, here's my opinion. I'm mm-hmm. like, that, okay, you're a comedian. <laughs> right. It's not, here's my opinion. You're yeah. not like a, you're not a, it's almost like a dictator. It's like a dictator mm. speech sometimes. Like, here's how I feel about blah 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 right and it's like no dude write a joke like yeah. make it 
if it leads into something, that's fine. Right. I, I don't care that you decided to take a stance on something and then got me somewhere. Right. But if you're just spouting out stuff. Yeah, just saying how you feel. Right. <laughs> no, dude, don't tell me that. It's like, I woke up this morning ready for bigotry. It's like, all right, well, you don't need to be on a microphone. Right. <laughs> that's what, yeah, man, some people, some people just relish the opportunity to have a microphone. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, I do. I won't lie. I mean, I love well, yeah. it when it hits my hand. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true, too. I think that's what's funny about stand-up comedy is, like, you, if you have the bravery, and even like an open mic, if you have the bravery to go up in front of people and hold the microphone, you have the you now you have the opportunity to be heard. Right. You know. Yeah. So brave people with no talent and <laughs> shitty opinions still hold that mic. To it. Yeah, exactly, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. How long so. did it take you to be to the point where you're like, oh, I'm funny? Hmm. I would say maybe five years in four or five to truly believe that I was funny. Okay. Like I knew the audience was responding, but you know, I was always judging myself to my peers. All right. So yeah. I'm like, well, my peers are getting better responses. So I'm, I'm entertaining, I guess is what I was considering. Myself. Okay. Like, like I can hold my own, but I'm not funny yet. Like I don't right. know how to truly construct what I'm doing and where I'm going with it and who mm-hmm. I am as a comic, because you know, we all have our own voice, you know, right. some are, strictly you know club comics you know and mm-hmm. like their voice matches that where you're like you know here's my setup but then i went this way right and it was kind of there's a tell in it but you know most audiences aren't going to see that tell, right yeah, you know? yeah like yeah. a comic will sit there and think oh i know where they're going with that yeah. like i can write your joke you know for the you bag of tricks. <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah, you yeah. know it's just you know it's like magicians you know like, like we're not supposed to give up our secrets you right. know stuff like that so i've tried to like just form some like, um, you know, an alt style that kind of fits me. Yeah. You know, where I can still do the club jokes that are expected, but then I'll still throw in something that's not supposed to be that kind of joke. You right. Know? But that's just who I am. You know, I, do, yeah. I don't want to stray from who I am while I'm on stage. And I've had people who've tried to change my act a little bit. And I'm like, but that's not who I am. And I'm not going to have fun. Like, yeah. this, this is this is for me. So <laughs> like, if I right. if I get something from this... That's amazing, and I'm gonna love every bit of it. But I'm not gonna change who I am because then, at the end of the day, I gotta—I still have to live with me. Yeah. <laughs> then it becomes just a job, right? Then it's like you might as well just like be a accountant, exactly. Because you're just like doing what you're told, right? Was it like agents and managers and stuff, or what? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. So, and I mean, you know, every club owner will tell you what you're supposed to be doing, you know. I've had club owners who were like, well, if you were Kevin Hart, you should have done this. And I'm like, but that's a different person. Right. Like, I'm not Kevin Hart. Yeah. <laughs> like, what did you just say to me? Right. <laughs> right. But they're, I mean, they're business people. So they're like, right. oh, hey, here's what a successful person would have done. Exactly. And, and I'm like, like, yeah. That's not how he became successful right. solely. Was that Emulating how- <laughs> other people. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was himself and is doing something and he's... You know, again, more high energy act than myself. You know, I have energy in my act, but I mean, he's all over the place. Yeah. He's also a smaller guy. Like, if you're over six feet tall and black and just like so intense with yeah. the audience, they're like, oh, 
wait a second. Right. Am I getting robbed? Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's, you can get away with some stuff. Exactly. Yeah, you can yeah, get away with Because he's cute. Because he's cute. Yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah. like, oh, these little bite size. Yeah. You know, like that's he's how got a little squeaky voice. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a completely different game. And, you know, I've tried that before where I was like very intense and in your right. face, almost kind of like, you know, deaf comedy kind of. Yeah. And it just, you know, it definitely worked in my minority audiences but the you know more of your white audiences right. are like well i mean i enjoy it but i mean this is kind of strange to me yeah so, you know i'm I, kind of uncomfortable right exactly yeah, yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. you hump that stool a lot you right. know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah but you know so i i adapted so i mean i still have some animation to me yeah. but you know at the same time you know i'm just trying to still like just deliver the material and make that the funny part not so much my antics you know yeah yeah, that's what's. I think that's the kind of thing you can tailor a little bit too. Is the antics, mm-hmm. the little, you know what I mean? You can take like this is this is what I got. This this right here, and then whatever people, then you can kind of work with the antics or the you know nonverbals to be like to go with it, right? Right. Yeah. And I mean, I think I did that along the way, where it's just like, oh, if I act out this while saying this part, you know, it helps with the joke. You yeah. Know? It's just like, oh. I drop something, you know, act out dropping. Right, yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. Like that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's one, I don't know. That's one of those things, like, I feel like I always learned this. I always, you ever feel like you learn, I mean, this is for life too, but you, like, learn the same lesson twice? Like, I'll write down a note or something. I'll be like, oh, man, you got to do this. Like, this is really, like, a point or something where I'm like, the reason mm. you're not doing well is because of this, for this reason. Right. And then I'll I'll be like, yeah, okay. And then two years later, I'm, I read, I'm, I'm, I learn the same lesson again. I've had that before, definitely with comedy, where you, like, you do something and then something happens and you go back to your old rut right <laughs> and then and then you're like wait but i wasn't doing that before like i gotta go back to the new version that yeah. i had so i've done that before it's it, i think some of that's just like a comfort thing where you're just like right i'm comfortable with this other thing and i've just been doing it and yeah. you just get right back into it you know you're like oh just like clockwork this is what i'm doing and yeah. you're like wait no i that was I've failure. Already, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I've already decided to change this a long time ago, and I just didn't, you know. Yeah. I did for a little while, but then forgot about it, and then just now I'm coming back to right. it years later. That's spooky. I've done yeah. that just in a lot of things. Right. Where I've caught myself learning the same lesson. I'd be like, you know, I should do and Then I, like, look at a note that I had from a while back. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've yeah. been here before, you know? Well, I'm going in circles. Well, we're only human. You know? That's true, Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think it's important not to take it all too seriously there, you know? Well, it's true. I mean, again, we get one chance at this, but we might as well have some fun while we're doing it. Yeah. So. That's, yeah. I was ta- do you know, do you know Sumak Trigalkar? Yeah. Yeah. We were kind of talking about that, uh, the idea of whatever you're doing in life, you know, like we're doing comedy, but it's whatever it is, like setting goals, but then also not holding to them too seriously that if like you don't reach them, that it was all for naught. Right. You know? Yeah, just have the goals out there because I like to have something to shoot for. Right. But sometimes something else will come along the way while you're trying to strive for that goal. Yes. And it's still positive. It might not be the goal, but it's something that you weren't looking for, but you got it. Right. You know, so. You figured out maybe you like something different, maybe that you wanted to do this or that. And it's just, you know, that's that's the one thing I've kind of come to terms with is, like I don't really set those really long term goals. Like just set like little short terms and just make sure that your life is fun. 
Fair. Yeah. You know, I, I like that. You know, I'm my goal usually each year with comedy is to just do more comedy than okay, I did yeah. year before, you know, and no matter what that means, it's just, you know, be it doing more writing, more sketches, you know, more actual stand up, you know, it's just just doing more, just going in the positive direction, right. you know, because something will happen if you're going in the right direction. Yep. You know, I had probably a year or so when I moved or I mean, I'd been out here for a while, but there's probably like a year or so where I just, you know, just stopped Yeah. and had this like moment where I'm like, what am I doing? Is this going to go anywhere? Right. You know, I had this whole, you know, come to grips with it. And then I'm like, but this is what I enjoy doing. Right. I'm having fun doing it. Right. Why stop just because, you know, I'm not as successful as so-and-so, you yeah. know, if I get my success, that's great, but I should just be doing this because I like doing this. Exactly. And it's what I like doing. So just go back to it. Yeah. You know, I felt like I was more upset not doing it than I was doing it and not being successful. So it's yeah, just exactly. like, well, I better go back to just doing it. Yeah, just go back to living your life, right. which involves a thing you enjoy doing. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's funny, man. I could think that when people get wrapped up and they're like, I'm going to give it five years, or yeah. I'm going to give it 10 years. After 10 years, if I'm not blah, 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 then I'm going to quit. I'm like, why are you doing it now? Yeah. You don't like it. Yeah. You're waiting to quit. <laughs> Basically. You're, you know? So just quit. You know, why are you putting yourself through something where you're giving yourself now a deadline and putting more pressure on yourself? Because now you're looking at the calendar like, right. well, I only have six months left. Yep. I better get this Conan spot. Right. You know, or I've been a failure for the yep. past, you know, 10 years I've been out here. Yeah. It's like, well, maybe you weren't a failure. I mean, you've accomplished things. It just might not be that ultimate goal. You right. might not be on Team Coco. But you know what? You're still doing it. Yep. You know? You're still, yeah, you're still just doing what you want to do. Right. And chances are you're going to be better than you were when you started. You know, yeah. it's like there's no way you could still be the same <laughs> from day one as you yeah, would be like I've 10 seen years later. Some late. very slow progression. But yeah, yeah. No, totally. Uh, yeah, you're right. And it's, you're going to be better. And also, like, you're going to have had a lot of cool experiences. You're right. going to be a different person. And yeah. that's ultimately, like you said, you got one life, you got one chance. So why not just do cool stuff, get out of your comfort zone, and have fun? Yeah. That's what, I don't know, that's what I'm kind of doing now is like trying to turn off all the weird goals and fantasies that I have and just take it one day at a time, you know? So, sorry about my cat. It's all right. Cats seem to love me for some reason. Yeah, you're not allergic, are you? I am, but it... I had are you? Two, I had two cats, so, it, like, I'm allergic, but it's only a real issue if I'm literally breathing in their hair. Okay. So... Yeah, well, uh, her hair was, I don't know if you saw it, but it was flying everywhere. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's fine for now. But, I mean, I All have right. to, like, be, like, sleeping in a pile of it, and then I'll wake up and I can't breathe. All right, that's kind of how I sleep every night, dude. In a pile, in a pile of cat and Dude, I, uh, <laughs> I hate this cat. Oh, well. It's the bane of my existence. Oh, look you at know, it. If you know, no, I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I do. It's a weird thing, man. Yeah. It's weird. It's like my daughter. Oh, it's, yeah. Like, I do hate her, but I do love her. It's true. Yeah, I mean, like, my cats, it was the same way. I mean, it was one of those where it's just like, all right, well, go outside. Because I had indoor-outdoor. It made okay, it easier yeah. for me because, right. you know, I could be like, all right, go outside yeah, for like a little bit. Scram. I need to yeah, breathe. Yeah. I need to open up some right. windows and stuff. I need to breathe for a minute. <laughs> right. I need to get some oxygen yeah. into my brain. So. so, yeah. But, I mean, you know, I still loved them the same. I mean, you know, they were great, great kitties. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to be kind of relieved when she dies, but kind of miss her, too. Oh, well, you can stuff her like some people do. You know? Oh. 
<laughs> no, when she's gone, she's gone, dude. She's out of this. I don't want her hair. I don't want anything. But. I actually encountered a guy here in L.A., and he was like, yeah, when my dog dies, I'm making a jacket out of her. I'm like, uh. That's gross. Yeah, I was very disturbed by that that statement. That'd be a big dog, too. It was a big dog. All right, okay. But yeah. it's just like, so you're like looking at this, like, I mean, I know it's great to use all of the, the animal, right. I guess, but, but at that point in time, though, like, I mean, the fur might not be the best because they're an aged it's an dog. old animal. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I get it. Now that you said it, I get that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm on team wear your dog. Wear your dog? I get it. I mean, I, I could see it. I just don't know if I could do it. You know? Oh, I, I couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have the capacity to love that much. Okay. Do you know what I mean? All right. You know, when some people, like, I've had, a, when I was a kid, I had a dog that died. And I was, I'm, I, nothing. Mm-hmm. Didn't do anything for me. I was like, cool. I didn't have, it like pretty much freed me up. And I was hype on that. You're like, I don't have to walk something. Oh, man. It was a disaster. I didn't like the dog. He was mean. He'd like nip at people. He'd get into all sorts of trouble. It's gross stuff that I don't want to talk about. Okay. But he was hell. Mm. And when he died, I was like, you know what? This is pretty cool. Wow. All right. I know. Well, maybe if you had a different dog. Maybe yeah, this was a good affectionate <laughs> dog, but this was like a piece of garbage. Right. So, yeah, I'm not... Yeah, I couldn't even imagine having like a child or something. Ooh, yeah, I, I'm not exactly sure about that myself. You don't know kids, do you? No. Okay. No, All right. I don't. None that I know of. Uh, right. But uh, <laughs> no, no one's come to me about a child yet. Right. Then you don't have kids. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I sure hope not. Um, there's only there's only one person I haven't heard from, and at this point in time, the kid would be basically grown. So I'm like, ah, eh, you'll be fine. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be cool. Oh, the hard part's done. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, what are you, 17? Well, yeah, I'm your dad. Yeah, let's play. Let's shoot hoops. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. That's are a- you good at basketball? Great. Yeah, I'll be at all your games. Right. Now. <laughs> From here on out. Uh, so if you make it to the NBA, make sure you get me courtside, son. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping. That's, I don't know. I'm, I'm afraid of hating my son. Or daughter. That's my fear. I mean, I would be afraid of hating my child, too. But, you know, I don't think I could. The only way I would hate them is if they were just a complete disaster. Where it's like they didn't try anything. Okay. They They were mean. They... Now, the only way I'll accept a mean kid is if I'm just, like, so rich, there's nothing they could do about it, you know? Right. <laughs> like, you're so wealthy that they can't help but be a piece of garbage. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like, I'm, that's on me. You right. Know? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's my success, and now this is, you know, yep. what happens because of it. If but, a kid can't struggle, he's going to be a piece of shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, if my kid is struggling and is still a piece of shit and right. has accomplished nothing and just still thinks things are owed to them without yeah. ever doing anything, I would be extremely upset. That's funny. I do think about that sometimes. I think about like my childhood and stuff and I think, wow, I like the amount of entitlement I had. I mean, this is whatever. That's every kid, right? Because well, you think you deserve like you deserve everything. Yeah. But I think about now I would have been so I would have resented me so much for just being like an entitled little shit, you know? So you wouldn't have liked yourself as a child. No, I was garbage. I, I wanted everything, you know? I don't think I would have liked myself. Like if I was me or if, if I raised me and knew what I was doing, right? I wouldn't have liked it. 
No. You know, it's like, I know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know what you're getting into. You're a, yeah, you're yeah. a scummy little kid. Now, usually you'll have a child that's different than yourself a lot of times is what they say. Oh, really? So, like, you know, if you're very wild, you know, maybe your child will be more, yeah. like, reserved. So, maybe that's what I'll get where I'll get, like, the kid who's, like, rebelling against me by, like, you being know. Being religious. Yeah, being religious and yeah. always in the Going library. Going to church with grandpa. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> I'm like, hey, I'm fine with that, you know, as long as you come back a decent human being. Yeah, that's, uh, that, that's, I think, the, that is what happens. I think, I mean, if, I, basically, you don't want to be like your parents. Yeah, and that, I mean, and there's nothing you can really do about it, because when it really ultimately comes down to it, you know, they're the ones who raised you, so it's kind of all you really kind of know. Like, you'll pick yeah. up things, from, like, sometimes I'll do or say something, and I'm like, oh, shoot man, that's my mom, or yep. I was like, oh, that's my dad right yep. there, you know, like, you, you'll do those things, and there's nothing you could really do about it, just because it's what you saw, you know, it's like, yeah. you know, animals in the wild, like, they're gonna behave like their parents, because right. that's what they see, you know. You're they, a product of what you're around. Right, yeah, yeah, like, a lion knows to go attack something and eat it. You know? But you do know, but I think then you also have that part of your brain, at least you should, I think everyone should have that part of their brain that they're like, nah, my parents are squares, I'm gonna do whatever they tell me not to do. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's still some of that that's going to, you know, come through you're right. gonna still be your own person but there's still little things that you'll like catch and you're like oh wait man that was i just just like my dad like you yeah. know like i've caught myself you know driving in the car and like hitting the steering wheel like it's a like it's a drum uh -huh. and that's something my dad did all the time and yeah. i'm like ah man what is wrong with me like i just picked that up from my phone and it's nothing that's like bad really yeah. it's just a weird thing that i picked up from him yep that i'm just like yeah do 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 and you're like i'm my dad exactly right. <laughs> in a very yeah. weird strange odd way that's just this, like one little thing but yeah i think they start to get more and more too i've oh, yeah. i've noticed that too they're just things about me mainly like i used to like try to dress cool and stuff and then now i've real i've like seen myself just trying to be comfortable which is totally my dad. Right. Just like, he just like, he wears airwalks, he wears dockers, and he wears short sleeve polo shirts, because that's what he's like, he just wants to be, and then that's me now too, I just think, oh, I just want to, I just want to feel good throughout the day. Right. That's all. Yeah. And you know? That's me too, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a man of comfort. My dad, that's you know, it. he's always wearing, you know, suits and stuff, gotta be well dressed. Yeah, you got to. I'm a man of comfort. Now, I do catch myself a lot of times if I do dress up, like I am dressed up. And it's oh, just yeah. like, it's just like I'm real dressed up, like looking extremely nice. And right. people are like, man, you clean up nicely. And I'm like, what did you think about me before? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's, I can't even do, even when I try to dress up, it's still like, it's dressed up for me. Right. You know? Yeah. But, you know, like mine is a transformation. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. All right, didn't know you had such nice clothes. Well, that was yeah, and that's what's up too, because then you can yeah. be like, "See, I'm attractive." Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I, I can, can get do it, it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think that's all you can either go with. You can either go with I'm attractive every day, and that's my thing, is I'm like a hot guy, mm -hmm. or you can just like every once in a while just be like, show them what you do have. That's right. Surprise yeah. everybody. <laughs> right. Exactly. He's like, just so you know what I'm capable of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Uh, yeah, that's funny because it's like, yeah, my dad's not anything like that. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. I, I yeah, I still have, I still have that though. I still a little less now, but I still have that. Like, I need. I think it's weird when people just kind of like become whatever their parent, their opinions, or like with their parents, they just think, oh, I love my parents, and I've always, you know, I love my parents, but like, 
that idea of my parents have always been right and what they've said has always been the truth and the mm-hmm. blah 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 da 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 like I and they just turn into their parents. I don't. I wouldn't like that if my son just ended up having all of my opinions and feeling the same way. I mean, sometimes I think that might be a thing that they have to do. What do you mean? You know, like. If you don't do it, you're not in the will. You know, stuff like that. Like oh, so sometimes there's Yeah, somebody's gotta play along. Yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah, you gotta do that. Yeah. But there are those that are also truly believing everything right. that their parents have told them, and that's sometimes a bit strange. But I, I understand those that are going through the motion. I've seen those people too, oh. where you're, I'm just like, yeah. you're just waiting for mom and dad to die. You know? It's a matter of respect <laughs> though too. Well, yeah. And is. I think there's that aspect too where you're right. just like, yeah, I'm not trying to like piss my parents off right know? exactly they're old i'm just trying to have a good relationship with them i'm not trying to like debate yeah trump and obama and stuff yeah like, no what's the point it's like let's not set you know fire to this relationship near their end right yeah. yeah go through the motions man there's I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that oh i don't either you know I don't either you know the le- the path of least resisted sometimes is the best way you know? dude i yeah i totally agree yeah i i and i think uh I think it, it like people go Republican Democrat Republican Democrat or like Republican Democrat don't give a shit Republican Democrat, right. you know <laughs> yeah. as the generations go on right you know because people just try to go in a different direction or it's it's interesting that still there hasn't been like a strong third party I would have thought by now there would have been but it's just I just don't know why there hasn't like there's just still the two strong ones I would have thought yeah. by now there would be like that strong enough to cause a problem because ever since ross perot Mm -hmm. i was like oh this is going to kind of change things and then it didn't really you know because i was like there's always going to be somebody rich with money that wants power right right that that doesn't want to just go with the two norms yeah but i don't know it just got that kind of dropped off yeah i think if it was going to happen it would have happened last election oh definitely you know but there was there was no one who was coming out of that like just i'm independent but i have enough pull well, here's what I think it was. Here's my... Th- I'm a conspiracy theorist. Okay. All right. I think it's uh, it's most lucrative for the media outlets to have good guys and bad guys. Oh, yeah. So, like, a Larry Johnson or a Jill Stein, they'll come up with a reason that they're irrelevant or they're stupid or they're, they have a weird opinion on this or that. Or, you know, you're Ross Perot or you're... What's the guy's... Ran, Ron Paul. Mm-hmm. All that. There's always... I think it's more beneficial to them to have really fiery uh animosity between two parties and get everyone behind one or the other right i think it's more lucrative yeah it's true because it's it's more of that head-to-head battle you know right there's i mean it's just like team sports it's like you're going one against the other there's not like a free-for-all where there's like three teams going crazy out Uh -uh. there you don't know who to cheer for right you've got to make it very even like this side is this color and this side's that color you know and that's Which side are you on, man? Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I think I, I, I love it when people... Well, I don't love it, actually. It's kind of frustrating. But it's funny when people don't realize that they're rooting for a sports team. Oh, yeah. In a sense. Oh, I mean, I said the second that you know Donald Trump won, I was like, well, I mean, for some people, they were just voting for their colors, their team. Yeah, man. I mean, no matter what's going on, no matter who is saying it, no matter how you know, crazy their beliefs or right. how insane what they're saying is, they were going to vote for that party regardless. And that's the yeah. problem. The problem is 
we shouldn't do that. Right. Like you, if you sway one way or the other, that's mm-hmm. perfectly fine. Right. But you shouldn't just blindly go and say, well, I mean, this way I'll be able to, you know, keep my money. I'm rich. Right. You know? yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just like, but it's like, well, yeah, but how much money are you going to have if we've been reduced to a third world country? Right. You know? So. <laughs> yeah, it should be coincidental that maybe your beliefs align with a party. Right. It should. It shouldn't be obligatory like oh i was born on team red or i was born on team red now i'm team blue mm-hmm. you know it should just be oh no i want this this is the way i think it should be and right. i think this person aligns the most not even that it matters man i don't yeah. even i don't even know but i just you can at least say you know these are the things i believe in i think this is the person that supports my beliefs the most right but it shouldn't be like no it's red go red mm-hmm. go blue you know yeah they it's du- what is it, duality or whatever it's called, dualism? People just want good and evil? Right, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I think that's kind of what it is. It's just like, well, my side is good and your side isn't. Right. And it's just, well, we're all supposed to be living under the same blanket of the USA. Like right. This should all be what's benefiting the citizens of this country. Right. And we should all kind of view what's good for all of us yeah. based on what each person is saying not what oh well i mean this is just my party right yeah we're all we all kind of want to get to the same place yeah and it's that's what i think is really funny there's a lot of things we can all agree on but we're like no no i want to it's we love the red Sox, we love the yankees we just you know (laughs) yeah i don't think there's anything wrong with it either i just think it's funny well I, i mean i don't it's not truly wrong it's just i don't I just don't want you to only just do it because of that, you know? Right. It's fine to lean one way or the other. I mean, I lean one way more so, but I mean, if somebody came out from my party and was just clearly unqualified and insane and just causing people to riot and do everything they can to show you that this person is not, you know, representing our country, probably not going to be voting for them. I mean, now... I think a lot of people went the route of like, well, I just won't vote at all. And then it's just like, well, then you're not doing anything. Like right. you're just, you know, now you're just standing there with no opinion. You didn't help one way or the other. Right. So, you well, know, if you don't vote, you voted for the winner. Basically. Yeah. You know, I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> you could always look at it that way. Yeah. No, I, I agree too. Um, and I think, I think this is, this is, here's my theory. Okay. I think what happened was, um, there's a couple examples of this. Like in 2009, Raging Against the Machine, what uh, Killing in the Name of mm-hmm. was the uh, Christmas number one in England, which is like it's always a Christmas Carol or a, it's like the X Factor winner. They have like a vote. You vote on like the best song for the year. It's a big thing that they okay. do on BBC. So uh, it's usually the X Factor winner does a Christmas song. Everyone votes for it and they always win. Hmm. But there was like a revolt and people voted for Rage Against the Machine Killing in the Name of a song that had been released over 20 years ago. Yeah. As the Christmas number one. It's got nothing to do with the Christmas. It's like a rebellion song. Oh, definitely. And that that one. And then there was, and then another example is there was a Mountain Dew flavor. It was like voting on the name of the new Mountain Dew flavor. And a bunch of people on Reddit got together and named it uh, Hitler Did Nothing Wrong. (laughs) So I think, I think Donald Trump was a response to be like, hey, we don't care anymore. Pretty much. We just, I think people just want to troll and like revolt and 
say whatever, man. Here's what I think yeah. about your election. Well, I think Donald Trump came in as pretty much a perfect storm for that time. You know, okay. there was there was a little of that where it's just like, you know, yeah, I'll vote for anything. I mean, for goodness sake, didn't Lay's have a hot ham water as a flavor yeah. for a little while because of arrested development? So like the internet will basically make anything possible right. if they if truly come together yeah. and decide on right. that. So I could see that happening. Plus, I think there was a lot of, you know, anger and unrest. True. Yeah, yeah. And so okay. a lot of that, be it either you were angry at the, you know, situation that the country was going in, or you were angry at the fact that someone might have been brown in office. Yeah. But either way, there was some anger. And so yeah. that also was a big pull because... It's interesting, you know, every poll was saying that Hillary was going to win, but it's just like, you know, Republicans will keep their secrets, you know, right. <laughs> like, you know they won't tell you who they're voting for, you yeah. know, and so they kept their secrets and, you know, they put him in office and, you know, some of it I really felt was just a little bit of, you know, a little, uh, a little bit of uh, unrest within the country, you know, in certain yeah, areas absolutely. being like, you know, we feel less of a, you know, superior race because now we've had this black man in office and I'm like, well, you shouldn't look at it like it's a bad thing. Right. Like we're being taken over. Exactly. It's yeah. like, to be honest with you, I mean, it's still not, you know, a black man's USA, you know, <laughs> like, right. you know, like just cause got a long way to go. You're still doing all right. 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 People. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, top, so. Just cause Obama was president for eight years. Yeah. doesn't mean that, you know, black men weren't still getting beaten and shot in the streets, right. you know, like it, it was a great thing and it's amazing yeah. and it's wonderful for, you know, our country to have had that. But I mean, it didn't completely turn our country no. like, in a 180, you know, it's still, there's still certain things that are going to be happening, you know. But I think the progress kind of spooked those who. Oh, and it, I think it, it very it, much right, did, yeah. you know, it very much did, you know, they're like, well, where are we going now if this right. is possible? And then you're like, well, now a woman, you know, and so, right. you know, and I'm like, that's not how you should look at it. You should look at it. This person is the best for our country right. at this time, you know? I mean, we have a president right now who half the time feels like he doesn't know what he's doing from day to day, but you know. Yeah, I kind of feel bad for him, man. I do too, because yeah. I don't really think he wanted it. He wanted this for pretty much publicity. He yeah. just, he, his plan was just to be like, hey, look at me, I'm Donald Trump, this is a brand. Right. And I'm gonna start selling this brand. And I mean, he had plans for like a TV network and all kinds of stuff. Like he was yeah. already planning He's on- He's trying to leverage it, yeah. yeah. And unfortunately for him, he was the best out of a bunch of, you know, mm -hmm. Republican turds behind podiums. Yeah. You know, he was just so animated that people were listening to what he had to say. Right. The rest of them had, no real charisma you know like yeah. they just couldn't hold their own against him you know pretty much the best they could do would be like you know the butt of his jokes and that's not that's not going to get you into office by any means no and i that's i think if anything it's a pretty impressive thing in that sense right right i mean say what you will about donald trump but he actually taught me that i mean I guess anything is possible. Anything? <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. everyone was like, there's no way this man is right? going to win the presidency. I was like, huh, I don't know about that. Yeah. You know, because he had, he had star power behind him. I mean, oh, if yeah. you look in the past, Ronald Reagan won. Right. I mean, let's be honest, you know, he was an actor 
And but he, he was, held public office. He did for a hold while. public yeah, office, yeah. you know, and a lot of that was, you know, pushed from his, you know, his wife was kind of, you know, helping him into like, you know, certain things and okay. uh, stuff of that nature. But again, you know, just the name alone, I think, helped a lot of that. You know? Oh, for sure. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger, if he was born here, could probably have run for president yeah. because, you know, he won governor. I mean, he's just like of California. And for what, really? Just being an actor, Dude, <laughs> being an action just, star. That, that's it. And I think yeah. that's like, I mean, even like The Rock is running and stuff. And I'm like, oh, he's going to win. The Rock, if he ran, if Dwayne Johnson, win. I mean, for sure, that might be the first time all 50 went one way, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I think... You'll get your people that won't vote. I think at this point, people are so, uh, is it disillusioned? Is that the word? With yeah. the whole process? That they're yeah. going to be like, sure, he seems cool. Right, yeah. And anyone can run now, which is awesome, I Pretty think. much. Yeah. And, I mean, The Rock has been working harder since he's become famous. I, yeah. I, I don't think I've ever seen such dedication out of somebody who's Dude. just like, the more he gets, the harder he works for it, you know? And look, yeah, I'll tell you right now. Whatever party he runs for, I'm yeah. voting for the Rock. Like I'll I'll say that right now. Yeah. <laughs> if, he, if he runs for whatever, unless he unless it turns out he's got these insane like dictatorship beliefs, which I'm sure he does. I, I don't think yeah. he does. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, even still, I might even go. Still, I'd be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. hey man, he might lay the smack down right. on somebody. Yeah, <laughs> dude, he's feel the, the people's elbow, <laughs> dude. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I do think it's. I, I don't take it all too seriously either. You know, when things really right. do kind of get out of hand and, and it kind of, if things really did in a way where it was something where it was really starting to affect my life and the people around me and like, you know, I were to see it, mm -hmm. then obviously I got to step in. But for the most part, I'm trying to like, I'm not trying to say like Donald Trump's what's wrong with the world. I think I'm By what's no wrong. Means. Yeah. By no means. No, there's a <laughs> lot of things that's what's wrong with the world. Right. And that's how Donald Trump became president. Like, it's right. not Donald Trump. Like, a lot of people were like, it's Donald Trump. It's like, he ran for president, right. yes. But he didn't make himself president, you know? Right. Like, like people voted You're him represented in. Yeah. by him. Right. You, that's how it, and like, I think we're all involved in whatever happens culturally. Yeah. So I think you gotta like look inward and be like, you know what, I'm a part of this. How did we get here? Let's figure out what actually this means, the fact that this man's president. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if he even voted for himself, to be honest. Like, like, I would be surprised if he hit Hillary Clinton and was just, like, hoping for the best. He's like, I don't want this to go any further. Dude, I I <laughs> think, I think, yes. Yeah. I <laughs> think it just kind of got out of hand. Yeah. I think he got too good at marketing and branding, and oh. all of a sudden it was like, oh, shit, I didn't want to be this good. Right. Well, the problem was also, you know, he had already had a show. Where yeah. he had a catchphrase. I mean, right. you're coming in extremely strong. Yeah. I mean, Hillary Clinton didn't have a catchphrase. Mainly, no. she was just known for being the wife of the dude who got a blowjob. Yeah. That is that's right. hard to come from that marketing. Yeah. Even though she has done so much. Right. Secretary of State, Senator of New York. But whenever yeah. they talk about it, right. like, didn't your husband get right. a blowjob? That's yep. that's all they saw. And yeah, <laughs> when you look at Donald Trump, you're like, oh, Hotels, gold, well, hot wife, yeah. wealth. You know, right, yeah. <laughs> you're fired. Prosperity, exactly. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. all kinds of right. different things there that were used to market him. Yeah, that you didn't have to market her. 
Right. It was like daddy's home. Daddy's going to make it all good with his money mm-hmm. versus it's like, oh, it's just some woman that got cheated on. It's like, no, right. she's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. she knows a lot about politics. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, obviously, well, she has experience. Yeah, she sure. has a lot more right. experience than he does. And I yeah. mean, that's and again, it was just a very, I guess, awakening moment yes. in my life where you're just like, you know what? Sometimes it just doesn't matter. Sometimes you know? it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. You could have everything right going for you. Right. Everything should be going your way. There's absolutely no way that you shouldn't be getting this opportunity. Right. But it still went to somebody else, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's evident to look at... It's, you got to look at... If you were Hillary Clinton, you got to mm-hmm. look at like, oh, why was I the obvious choice? But I'm not president of the United States. Right. Let's take a look at how this happened. Yeah. And a lot of it was based on some email nonsense where it's just like, okay, I mean, if this is the worst thing we right. can find about her, I think we're really just making fun of, you know, basically right. the most square person in the world. Like there's yeah. an email issue. The man, Donald right. Trump had done no so many other things that right. you could show and that had been seen on television that he has said right (laughs) quoted saying you know like and then they're like "Eh, but you know she she let some emails get you know loose and who knows who got those emails it's like that's really the most you have on her like yeah but it's that's that's the thing though it's important to consider like okay that's that was the thing that was her dirt yeah and then trump had all this dirt still won right so let's figure out like what actually matters what do people care about and i almost feel that the fact that there's always something new about donald trump each week that people forget like the problem was hillary clinton had this one thing so it was beaten into everyone's head constantly and so that's all they could think about. Right. Whereas, like, you forget about what Donald Trump has done. Like, I can't even remember everything he's done or said right. because he does something new almost every day. Yeah. So it's just like, well, goodness. I mean, oh, yeah, he did leak some stuff to the Russians. Man, right. that was a while ago. You know, like, right. but he does forgot something. about that. And it was like two right. months ago. Right. Yeah, but yeah, he yeah. does something so extreme, it feels like, every other day. Yeah. Where you're like, well, Oh, yeah, I guess he did that other stuff, too. Yep. Whereas with Hillary, they were like, well, we know what she's done, and we're and this, right. is, this is terrible. If someone could ask you what the dirt was, you'd be like, emails. Yeah. There's, what's the dirt on Trump? You're like, I don't know what it is this week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Something new? What did he do? You right. know? Yeah, <laughs> it beats me. Right. You tell me. Did yeah. he say something this morning? Was, I haven't checked my Twitter. You know, it's Right. That's Yeah, that is actually interesting. I feel like, okay... Maybe I saw the wrong... I don't keep up with the news. I don't... It's just not my bag. Mm-hmm. Even politics, I don't really care about. But um, it seemed like he was... What's this DACA, which is like amnesty for... Do you know about this? Oh, uh, the whole uh, immigrants thing that yeah. he's currently uh, dealing with now. Yeah. Again, he keeps trying to find ways to keep immigrants out, but let them in. And it I- seems like... Okay, when I saw him like do an interview, it almost seemed like he was being sweet and like being saying like saying that he was looking out for these immigrants he was like we're gonna not build the wall we're gonna put that off because they're people that need help right did you see that yeah because i guess a lot of people have started to attack him on the fact that our country was kind of founded on the fact that we were all immigrants right yeah exactly yeah and so to start telling people they can't come here 
is not what this country has been about. Right. So now he's trying to backtrack because, you know, I am the president and I love the country. Right. So now he's maintain like, a so public he's, image. So yeah. now he's like, well, we're going to figure out a way to let the right immigrants in. And I'm that just was like, that it? It's basically what it is. Okay. Where he's like, we're going to figure out a way to, to, you know, allow like, you know, children who might be in need, you yeah. know, to get into the country, those kids who have been born here so that they're not deported yeah. back, stuff like that. You know, so it's a pretty cool sentiment though. It is. It yeah. is. And I'm and I'm happy for him, but it's just like the immigration thing is something that is going to always be a hard topic, but yeah. at the same time, you know, You've told your people one thing. You told them that they were going to build this billion-dollar wall that right. apparently is solar-powered and all kinds of crazy oh, yeah, stuff whatever, yeah. that's been added onto it over the years. Or, excuse me, years. It feels like years. The weeks. Right. Over the weeks. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's only September. You know, But, yeah, it's just... He's, he's going forward and then backtracking on a lot of things because he... Ultimately, he knows... Never thought he'd be here. Yeah. yeah. He's the president, and, you know, he's got a do certain things and he's expected to i guess do some of these promises that he had made but yeah. i mean most of these promises he can't keep i mean right he hasn't put hillary clinton in jail and then he said that was like the first thing he was going to do in office and yeah i don't even think she, people <laughs> that's the funny thing that's the funny thing that he had all this like cr- like crazy rhetoric mm-hmm. crazy like build a wall throw hillary in jail it yeah. was all this like crazy stuff that mm-hmm. The thing is, that's why, I don't know if it's why he got elected, but he did. And the fact that he got elected through all this crazy rhetoric. And it's it's more of a testament, not to him, but a testament to the fact that, like, this is America. And this got America excited. It did. And and then it scares me for the future because it's only going to get more extreme from there, you know? Yeah, but I think now it's more evident we can kind of... I think it's honestly a positive thing because I think now we can it's we know it's out there and we know like oh there's a lot of discord out there. Well, well, I mean we know, but the media loves this, so True. they're going to push yeah. more of that. Right? Hate. They they yeah. want more of that because that's going to get their ratings. Oh, I for mean, sure. Probably Fox News had some of the greatest ratings they had ever seen when he was going crazy uh, yeah. from you know one debate to the next. You right. know, they're like, man. We need more of this Donald Trump. You Dude, know? I think that's why you won. They fed the beast. They oh, fed yeah. the animal, you know? It was fun to watch. Right. We, we all did. Yeah. If these channels, especially the news, I don't understand how the news really needs to rely on ratings, but, yeah. <laughs> but either way, it's just like, okay, if you're relying on ratings, then you're going to put out your you know, best product Right. If your best product is a you know crazy old man, it sure is. <laughs> you go put that crazy old man out there. It's entertainment. Man. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's just. I mean, I get it. You're trying to sell dish soap and like right. chicken wings and stuff. Yeah, people like Popeyes and they do. sometimes a little bit of Donald Trump. So. Exactly. That's that's really it. I think that's it's just. You would like Donald Trump. People will watch whatever he's got to say. What did he get into this time? And they'll end up watching a Popeyes commercial right. and buying Popeyes, and the cycle continues. Yeah, I think each party now is going to have to go out of their way to find a celebrity representative. Dude, I'm pretty excited for the future just because yeah. I love watching chaos. Oh yeah, and I think the only way to like the only way to eliminate this chaos is either to make all of your party people celebrities that you're putting in yeah i think it because is. that's that'll 
it'll basically make it neutral again because you know it's right. hard to go against someone who has that celebrity status you know i mean yeah again especially if they're likable right yeah. i mean donald trump had been seen week after week on the oh, apprentice he'd been on he'd been on everything well yeah exactly People knew him yeah. he was on he was in wrestling he'd come right. in and just just do weird stupid things yeah. he was all over the place yeah you he know? was a brand personality man yeah. and had been for a long time and so when you look at it you know his brand name i mean hillary clinton was probably the only other person from that side that could at least go against that brand name but yeah. her brand name wasn't as strong it and just it was, really wasn't it was i think a lot of people felt like it was condescending mm, yeah and to i mean she i think she should have been even though she's like from arkansas like rural arkansas i think people really didn't they didn't like her. I think that she seemed disingenuous or something like that. Yeah, and I think it's just because of her, the fact that she had been in her position for so long, her demeanor wasn't what they expected. Like, you know, when Bill was running, like, he still had that good old boy feel about right. him. Right, like, like, let's get a beer. Exactly. Yeah. She just doesn't have that anymore because no. it's been so long you know right. that's not the lady she was anymore yeah so you know you're looking at someone who's been in politics for over two decades now right. so they're it's a different demeanor now and so they viewed her as being like a, a fake and a phony where she's mm -hmm. like that's just who she is now she's she's not you're no one's going to be the same person they were three plus decades ago right. like you're not you know I'm not going to look at myself in my 60s and be like, well, why am I not playing basketball? Like right. It's just like, well, because I'm not that Because you've person. changed. Exactly. Yeah. It's just... That's what's funny, too. And I think, I think over those years, you become so diplomatic as a politician mm -hmm. that I think what happened was she'd become so diplomatic that it just killed her personality, and which is that's what people want. Right. They want... They just... That's... I don't know. They want unapologetic people and they want people that are going to... Just that they want to drink with, you know? Right, right. Yeah. And I feel like, unfortunately, if she got too animated, they would have used that against her being a woman. And that's yeah, not, I agree. And, yeah. and that wouldn't have been fair for her. But, I mean, I like the way that she ran. I mean, I couldn't see her going any other way. Like, I couldn't see her going at Donald Trump the same way that he was going at her, which is not fair. Yeah. But if she had retaliated in the same format and fashion i mean they would have drug her through the mud i, I mean so. they would oh of course which is not i wouldn't have enjoyed it and it wouldn't have been proper but they would have they would have attacked her for being a woman behaving this way they would have been like oh well look at her doing this and that whereas like donald trump would have been doing the same thing right but they would have viewed it as a negative because a woman was doing it yeah could very well be. I think they would have done that. And yeah. I, that's why I felt like she kept it together and was more composed. Yeah. Because if she behaved in that same way, stoop, it yeah. would have been viewed as a negative on her. And it would, while it was a positive for him. Right. It was strong. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. Tell it how it is. Oh, exactly. Then, yeah. If she was doing the same thing, they would have been like, oh, well, what is this? Right. I mean, is she on her period? Like, they would have gone like oh, crazy like that. Exactly. And, yeah. And that's... It's not it's not fair by any means because you're supposed to, you know, view them both as people who are going to be running this country. Right. But you're going to look like, "Oh, well, this lady what said a bitch. that." Exactly. Yeah, in reality it's just like, "No, who's like more who's going to run this better?" Right. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be it'd be interesting to see. I think a lot of it it's 
it's just it's all selling stuff i think it is i think it's like it is like like you said you know could she have got away with being you know kind of attacking trump in the way that he attacked her no Mm -mm. but as a woman you do have another set of tricks that you can use right there's a lot of things she could have got away with that djt could not have exactly you know i mean that's very true yeah but you got to know what you can do, what you can get away with, right? how but, you can manipulate. But at that point, you know, I guess her campaign team, they were so worried about her getting past Bernie that they weren't really preparing for the fire that was Donald Trump. You know, like yeah. he needed to be looking ahead to like that problem. Yeah, they thought it was going to be a layup. Yeah. But they're like, oh, no one's going to vote for this, you know, buffoon. Yeah. It's like, well, the buffoon made it this far. That's you know? what people are considering. <laughs> yeah. That's what's it's funny. Like, people yeah. like, it's like watching a tornado just tear up town after town. You're yeah. like, but it's an F2. Right. You know, it like, can't get stronger. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, no, it's heading for your town and right. it destroyed. Yeah. Because, I mean, the, the fact that people were so naive in the fact that, you know, they're like, oh, well, I mean, come on. He just only won the Republican Party. Right. It's just like, but he beat how many other candidates right and like pretty easily i mean it wasn't like yeah. you know these were pretty close where it's like oh my goodness he barely edged out right Cruz. it's like no they weren't even close no so you should have taken that into consideration that okay well pretty much the whole party is already behind this one guy right so they're ready to vote for him regardless so now you need to start making some changes and battling against what that is yeah, yeah. that was that's funny because that's what even my dad told me he was he told me way before he that trump was gonna win because he know he does like he knows stuff and he was talking about uh like the campaign trail mm-hmm. and and uh like in indianapolis and you know cincinnati not cincinnati so much but i know indianapolis like he was selling out these speeches like he was doing i think he did two i don't oh, i don't, don't want to say for sure but he would did like two uh like different rallies in indianapolis sold them both out versus hillary who didn't who hadn't or whatever city it was it might have been a different city but didn't even come so the fact that Mm. you didn't see this in previous years because my dad you know he's a big political guy he supported cruz but he could tell that that was it it was cruz and sorry it was cruz and trump the fact that trump was selling not selling yeah selling out these like huge venues and Cruz was hardly getting any support yeah he just saw this huge beast of insane it was those quiet masses though because you didn't mm-hmm. really know but it was just like these people were showing up and they're passionate very passionate yeah. and again the races weren't close and so people should have paid attention to that yes. like if the race was close like it was with like Hillary and Bernie where they're like oh it's neck and neck right. you know the party's kind of split maybe but I mean there was no one even close to Trump, like, the whole yeah. time. I mean, Cruz was, like, a joke. Like, they they were just kind of keeping him afloat just so that there'd right. be something to talk to along the way. Right. <laughs> it was like, ah, oh, let's talk to this guy here who has no chance. You know, like, that's literally yeah, what they it needed was. some other competitor yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, there wasn't the final vote just yet. But, I mean, it wasn't like it was look, looking good for him. No. I mean, he was pretty much just going out there, going through the motions and losing money. Right, be that's the punching like, bag. Yeah, yeah, that's basically all he was doing. You should have conceded a long time ago, but, you know. Yeah, he didn't have any sex appeal, man. That's it. There wasn't anyone. I mean, there wasn't anyone but Trump that had any sort of, like, anything. I mean. That's the Republican Party, though. Yeah, Jeb Bush, I mean, 
was supposed to be the Bush that was sent in to, you know, get the presidency, but he just had no charisma. And then George won it. Yeah. And it's just like, so why would you send Jeb in now? Like, he's not yeah. going to have more charisma now. <laughs> You'll have less. He's older. Exactly. That's what's funny. I think it's like, that's what, I think that's what's cool now. Because it's used to, be, it's been, especially with the Republican Party, it's been like, whose turn is it? John McCain? Yeah. yeah. It's John, John McCain's not going to get elected. No. I no. mean, and most of it was just because it's like, oh, he's going to die. It's like, what? Like, Dude, he's so old. He is, but he's like 81. no one seemed to care about that with Donald Trump. And he's like, oh, I'm so virile. <laughs> I love, yeah. I to, he's like, check out, my sperm is potent. Like, Did he say that? Not, not in those words. Okay. But, but I mean, yeah. he basically was saying that on TV. Because they did his like uh, his um, exam and he like went on television to like, share his results that he is like yeah. you know so full of testosterone and virile and manly <laughs> no, yeah, that's... it's like no president has ever gone on television to be like yo son my sperm is great yeah dude <laughs> i am a i am a beast i'm an animal i'm gonna impregnate this whole yeah. country you see melania you know what i'm bringing like, <laughs> like that's basically people i mean that's the funny thing is it but it won yeah you laugh but it's like no people heard that and they were like i like this right i like this guy. i like to know my president's sperm count they do they're like that's that's a, i mean it's like animalistic it's like alpha male it's like right people are like oh it's daddy's home right yeah. you know it's like when he sits down with putin you know we'll know who has the better sperm count you know yeah, we'll, man. we'll know yeah we'll ch- sure will <laughs> Because that's important in in political conversations. Right. But it's, I think it's important biologically in terms of what we respond to. But is it actually important in the reality of like keeping the peace? It's like, no, of course not. No. It doesn't matter at all. Yeah. And I mean, I didn't see this doctor do these tests. Like, like you could have just made up all of this for all I And it didn't matter if the doctor even existed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's probably me in a doctor's suit. And I took a, took a, check for like two hundred thousand dollars exactly i would take a check for two hundred thousand dollars and act like i was a doctor on television and be like yeah president is virile yeah sure very very strong very strong this now (laughs) before they take it from me i need this money yeah man well this is this has been dope dude oh yeah i've had a great time yeah uh your cat loves me yeah dude she's been all about me yeah she keep her please Take my no, cat. I will take, take your her. little lady. Uh, you got any uh, shows coming up? Uh, yeah, I'll be at the uh, improv space on Friday. Oh, nice. Here, 11 o'clock. In, over on Melrose? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Tight. Uh, anything else? Uh, let's see. Probably. You you be tweeting? Sometimes I be tweeting on my Twitterless John account. Nice. I used that account name when uh, I was on the road and someone posted all these people on twitter that i was with and then they were like well this guy doesn't have a twitter account so they put me in his twitterless john so i just rocked that i like it yeah twitterless john that's where yeah. we can follow you at oh yeah what well it's a uh, twit underscore turless john because okay. they won't let you put twitter in it so oh they won't no you can't put twitter in your handle in any way uh, okay yeah well, good that thing out. you clarified yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i usually have to yeah. I try to make it easy for the fans to find me. So, yeah. twit underscore turless John. And there's no H in that John. Okay. Yeah. Don't, nice. don't need that extra letter. <sighs> don't like that silent John's stuff. John's with an H. Jeez. Yeah. It's my dad. <laughs> <laughs>
uh all right well it's been great man yeah thanks for having me this was a lot of fun of course uh kitty's making biscuits yeah she's a biscuit maker (laughs) and she's messing the microphone i'm gonna throw her out the window all right say goodbye to everyone all right goodbye everybody thanks for listening all right later